With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Father, I thank you for this opportunity to come before your presence. To lift up your name, to give you honor, glory, and praise that is due you. We just thank you, God, for waking us up this morning, for leading us in the path of righteousness. We give you all the honor, we give you all the praise, and we give you all the glory. I bind everything that's not like you, that will try to come against this word, that will exalt, try to exalt itself against the kingdom of God. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. I'd like to give acknowledgement to God, who's the head of my life, to my apostle in his healing season, to First Lady, to their family, to the fivefold ministry, and to God's great people. I bid you greetings in the name of Jesus. I am Robin Perkins from Judah Sanctuary of Praise under the direction of Apostle Chief J. Brooks Overseer. We're located at 1735 University Boulevard in Middletown, Ohio. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I would like to think so. Welcome to Sunday School. Our topic for today is spiritual warfare. And we're going to go back and reiterate what I tried to express to you last Sunday. In the book of in the book, Pigs in the Parlor, chapter seven on welfare, it tells us prayer and warfare are two separate and distinct activities. Prayer is towards God and warfare is towards the enemy of God. Our scripture reading is found in Ephesians six and twelve. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. In the scripture, the words, for we, it strikes out at me. It's making a bold statement to me. It says to me, the for in Merriam-Webster's dictionary, it specifies a period of time, the past, the present, or future. The we, meaning the body of Christ, the collective body, the team, the you, or me, or and me. It does not leave anyone out. We are all called to this principle here. For we what? And that's what we should be asking ourselves. What, when, where, how? When, we, when we're reading scriptures and trying to get understanding. Okay, so it says, for we what? For we in past present, or future, we are all called to wrestle. We wrestle? Wrestle is referred as warfare in general between saints and spirit rebels who are against God. In Galatians 1 and 16, well, let's read 15 first to gain a better understanding of what is being said to us. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, and called me by grace. He called me to what? Verse 16 says, He called me to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathens. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. That word confer means to consult, to discuss, to discuss with who you might ask. Discuss with who, you might ask. To discuss with the Spirit of God, not with flesh and blood. So this is telling us this is a spiritual thing. 
For in past, present, and future times, we as the body of Christ must wrestle with the enemies of God. At this point, at this point, we can go to two different things here. How do we wrestle and who are these enemies? Well, right now we're going to talk about the enemies of God. There are four kinds of spirit rebels. The archers, which is the principality, the chief rulers, or beings of the highest rank and order in Satan's kingdom. In Ephesians 6, excuse me, in Ephesians 1 and 12, and in Colossians 2 and 10, you can find this, um, these principles here. The definition of the word is the beginning, the origin, the person or thing in a series, the leader. In our military, it's the general. Then we have the exodus. The, authority, the authorities, those who drive their power from and execute the will from the chief rulers. You can also find that in Ephesians 1 and verse 21 and Colossians chapter 2, verse 10. This word means authority, power. I would like to liken that to the colonels and the captains because the captains, they have the power to tell the other ones that are under them what to do. So the Cosmo Rectopus, that's the world rulers of the darkness of this age, the spirit world rulers. We find that in Daniel 10, 13, up to verse 21, and in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 21, Ephesians 6 and 12, and Colossians chapter 1, verse 16 through 18. Also in Daniel 10, it tells us that Daniel prayed a prayer and had to wait 21 days for his answer. It is being held up by the prince of Persia. But Gabriel, the angel of God, tells us in this verse 20 that when he returns back to the heavenlies, he will continue to fight because the prince of Grecia will come after. He de- after he defeats the prince of Persia. This shows the organization of Satan's kingdom. There is always another to take the place of the defeated satanic angels, that the prince of Grecia will set up his kingdom in the heavenlies, that he may affect the outcome of the things on earth. Gabriel also states in Daniel that two years prior to this, that he had to strengthen Michael to overcome the prince of Babylon so the prince of Persia can come. All of this is done so that God has already, what God has already predicted will come for us. And these I liken to the sergeant. Now, the last one is Pernuka Honorius, and this is spiritual wickedness. That's spiritual wickedness. That of the wicked spirits of Satan in the heavenly. You find that in Ephesians 1, verse 21 in Colossians, Chapter 1, verse 16. One writer states that these are the normal demons that we, are, that we deal with in spiritual warfare. It is said that these in the re, are the, re, the rebellious ones that Satan took with him when he rebelled against God. They roamed the earth looking for human bodies to inhabit. We must put on the whole armor of God which is a weapon to defeat these rebels. And I liken these to privates in the army or in the military. Now, flesh and blood, I believe that we must know 
and understand who and what we are fighting against. That this war is not flesh and blood, meaning you and I, but the unseen things. When you wonder why a person said or did a thing, or what was their motive behind it, that we must know the dark forces of the devil is to cause us to backslide, to curse God, to give up on God, not to trust God, and not to wait on him for the promises that he has promised us. In the four rebels, it sums up that the rest of Ephesians 6 and 12 tells us. How do we wrestle? In spiritual warfare, we have different things we use to fight with. Remember, this is not about a person, meaning flesh and blood, but about the spirit that is behind the things. The Bible says we, that our warfare is not carnal, but pulling down strongholds. Well, what are strongholds? In Psalms 99, I'm sorry, in Psalms 9 and 9, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble, misgas, properly, a cliff or other lofty or inaccessible places in our time. A stronghold is our, in our time, a stronghold is our nation, other nations, the states, the cities, our neighborhoods, our streets, our homes, our bodies, and our minds. These are the things that hold strongholds in our lives. Is a place dominated by a particular group or marked by a particular characteristic? So when you're looking on your, your streets, your neighborhood, your cities, you can just see what the characteristic is that demonic characteristic because we have murder, we have rape, we have robberies, we have drugs, we have all kinds of things that are that we need to pray for. And we need to break those strongholds. So how do we break strongholds and keep them broken? Prayer. This type of prayer moves things in the invisible world. So we're trying to move the things. We're trying to touch that invisible world. And how do we change it? We change the environment. It will change the atmosphere. It will change selflessness. And it will change needs. The forms of prayer, the tradition of the Catholic Church highlights four basic elements of Christian prayer. One, the prayer of adoration and blessings. Two, the prayer of contrition and repentance. Three, the prayer of thanksgiving and gratitude. And four, prayer of supplication, petition, and intercession. We are keying on intercessors and intercessory prayer because spiritual welfare. Weapons of prayer or the different kinds of prayer. The job of an intercessor, <coughs> excuse me, the intercessor's job is to intervene. That means to come between so as to prevent or alter a result of, or course of events, to interrupt, to stop the continuous progress of an activity or process, to intercept, to obstruct, so as to prevent them from continuing to a designation, and four, to interpret, to make something clear, special knowledge in dealing with something without knowing through word of mouth 
but by the knowledge that is being told to you in prayer. Not the prayer in the soulless realm, but the prayer when you reach God and he trusts you with information that he knows you won't go back and spread to others as gossip. These types of prayers are the innermost personal hidden things that we don't want people to know. God tells his intercessor to pray about, to bring about a perfect change in your life. One point I want to key on is there are also levels of intercessors. And when you reach that point that God can give you the briefcase, now I'm talking about the briefcase like the president carries, the nuclear code, to carry around like the president does, then you have reached leadership as an intercessor, that the burden is heavy on you and God can count on you. This person is anointed to pray for complex things. In James 5 and 16 says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. That a righteous man's prayer is powerful and effective. The types of intercessory prayer is lamenting. And um, Jeremiah 16, 5 and 6, you can find lamenting in that scripture. But the definition of lamenting is to mourn as if something or someone has died to express great sorrow. And back in those customs, it was um, custom to cut yourself, to scratch yourself, just to go all in, to, to mutilate yourself, just to hurt yourself because you were lamenting and hurting so bad. Now, the other prayer is weeping. You can find that in Romans 12 and 15. It's shedding of tears. It is more than crying. Weeping is more intense and more personal. Wailing in Ezekiel 32 and 18 and Micah chapter 1 verse 8, to cry with pain, grief, or anger, to make a prolonged high-pitched sound. The last one, well, not the last one, but mourn. We find that in Genesis 23 and 2. It's to feel regret, to murmur mournfully. It is a soft, low, or indistinct sound produced by a person or a group of people. And travail, the last one, is, we found it in Isaiah 53, 11, and 12, to engage in painful or laborious efforts to toil, tribulation, or agony, anguish. Travail tells God that this is important, that it matters to you, that you will not, that you will do whatever it takes to see the problem through. The sound of bearing down as in giving birth. Positions, some of our positions we, we find as we can stand, we can lay prostate, we can kneel, we, face it, we put our face into the wall, face the east, we, we do birthing positions, and sometimes they're stripped naked. 
Everyone may not be called to, to be an intercessor, but everyone is called to pray. God hears prayer. Unless you have that wall of petition between you and God, which is called sin, prayer is just a communication between you and God. If forgiveness is needed, do it now. If salvation is needed, do it now. Just ask him into your heart, and he will do the rest. Are there any questions, comments? Good morning. No questions. Good morning. Um, this is Brother T. Uh, God bless everyone. Um, yes, ma'am. This is a, as usual. This is stuff that we need to know because um, there's a lot going on out there, and uh, the adversary is really, you know, trying to trying to uh, beat us down in any way he can, any way that he can get an upper hand on us. He's doing it, and so again, this is where that spiritual warfare comes in because you know, you can't see what you're fighting. It's beating you down and you thinking you're doing something wrong because uh, the adversary is putting it into your mind. He's, he's playing with your mind. Your, the mind is a very powerful tool. And if the adversary can get into one's mind and deter you from where God is has planned for you, then he's doing his job. But it's up to us to arm ourselves with all the weapons that we need from God to be able to fight this fight. And so, yeah, we will be elevated once we become mature in God. So, yes, arm yourselves, people, and be ready for the fight because, trust me, it ain't going to stop. Great message, young lady. Thank you, T.D. You are so right about that. It is a war. And as long as we... And I'm talking to myself, too. As long as we don't do anything, don't think it's not going to come. It's still going to come. And, you, and you're going to wonder, what in the world is going on? Well, let me tell you what's going on. We're not praying. I'm not praying. So we got to get about our Father's business and do yeah. what he asked us to do. Any more well, questions? Well, that's what he wants you to do. He, he, he wants you to do nothing. As long as you're doing nothing, mm -hmm. then he's got the upper hand. So... And, and, and when things start happening, you start wondering why is it happening. It's because you are doing your part uh, to fight the fight. But as long as you don't get out there and do it, he's done his job, so now he can move on to someone else because he knows he's got the stronghold on you. Don't let the adversary get the stronghold on you. Just go out there and do what you've got to do and keep yourself armed and keep your family armed and, and pray and read your Bible. That 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 right there is your armament right there. Mm-hmm. Amen. Are there any more questions, comments? Wonderful job today. Thank you. Um, also, before, are there any more comments, questions? Well, praise the Lord. Go ahead, Mama. That is a very beautiful lesson, and we all need to study that because there is so much of that in this world. There's so much temptation, and, and, and there's so many things that make you think, Lord, am I right or what's going on? So that is good. And I heard you say last week that you was going to do that uh, in succession, so that's, that's a great lesson. Thank you. 
Thank you, Mama. Any more comments? Okay. Um, if there are no more comments, I just want to say um, last Sunday, I thank you all for the comments, your concerns, and your words of encouragement. I do appreciate that. Uh, believe me, when I got off the phone, it wasn't about spiritual warfare. My mind was on blood and flesh. But I got a I got a, a call from one of the elders, and he showed me he told me what God said, and that made a difference in my thinking. And then it became funny. So I, I do appreciate your all of your comments and concerns and good words, and I appreciate that. And if there's no more questions, comments, if not, prayer starts at 9.15 this morning, and at 9.30, Sunday morning services start. Thank God for whom all blessings flow. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So 9.30.
Father, we come before your presence this morning. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor, glory of God. Father, we exalt your name, God. We lift you up, O oh God. We ask you, Lord God, to forgive us, Lord God, of our sins. Forgive us, Lord God, of our transgressions. Forgive us, Lord God, of our iniquities, O oh God. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, this morning. We thank you for changing us. We thank you for directing us. We thank you, Lord God, for dealing with us, O oh God. Father, I ask you, Lord God, to lead us and guide us into your truth. Father, oh God, to speak to us and deal with us like, like you do, Father God, like only you can do, Lord God. I ask that the Holy Spirit do a 360 inside of us and look around in us to see what does not belong and push it out the way. Reveal it. Have us confess it and push it out the way to so never take hold of us again. Oh, Lord Jesus, that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And that's what's going to be there. And that's what stays. Nothing else. So, Holy Spirit, today, do a 360. Look at everything in us. Do a 360 and reveal it to us. This got to go. This got to go. This got to go. This can't be here because our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God, how you set us up and you teach us, oh God. How lead us, oh God. I thank you for your divine direction, oh God. I thank you for launching us out, Lord God, into the fields, oh God, to, to bring your word and give your word, Father God. But we got to come back in prayer and, and hear for what you have to tell us, oh God. Come in prayer and, and, and speak those things, oh God. Come in prayer, Father God. In one in communion with you, Lord God, to understand your direction, to understand your what you're saying to us, to get us together. But God, you launch us out, God, in the fields, oh God, to be representation for you, God. Let the people see Jesus in us, oh God. Oh Lord Jesus, we cannot do nothing without you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God, that you are dealing with each and every one of us individually, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, how, you, how you're shifting things in our, in our life, oh God. I thank you and I exalt your name. So, Lord God, I ask you to forgive us again of our sins, our transgressions, our iniquities, oh God. This word, God, that's going to come forth today, Lord God, let it be a divine change like never before hallelujah so we lift you up this morning father god because you are everything we need we lift you up this morning god because you are our father we lift up apostle before your father god we know god we know without a shadow of a doubt that he is healed we know without a shadow of a doubt there is miracles working on top of miracles we know without a shadow of a doubt that even the doctors and the nurses all of them are being saved we know without a shadow of a doubt the power of the holy ghost is is is, is reaching throughout that room that he's in god touching people in different ways and we thank you lord god that even yet now yeah god you're still using him mightily lord god and we say thank you and a hallelujah goes right there we thank you god because we know all is well we know all is well we know he's covered under the blood we know that our first lady's covered under the blood we know that judah sanctuary praise is covered under the blood we know god we know god 
that you have us in your hands, oh God. We know this, God, and we stand on faith and say, yes, God, hallelujah. Let your will be done, God, and we thank you. Oh, all is well, hallelujah. Glory to God. We know that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. We know that Jesus was bruised for our sins. <clears throat> we know that the chastisement of his face is upon us, oh God, upon us. And for by his stripes, we are healed. We are healed. Oh, we thank you, Father God, for that, God. Glory, glory, glory. How mighty and how awesome you are, Lord God. How great and awesome you are, Lord God. And we say thank you, Lord God, for moving. We say thank you, hallelujah, for what you're doing. Because you are just that awesome. You are just that good. And that's just that, God. We thank you for the direction. We thank you for the for the confidence you have in us, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, how your word is going out. We thank you, Lord God, that you are pulling, you are pulling all the sinners, all the people back to you, God. You're getting us corrected. You're putting us in the right way, God, that we're hearing from you, that we're understanding you, God. All bless your name, that you're putting us in right paths, oh God, that you're putting us on that narrow path, oh God, to hear. And all that foolishness, all that stuff is coming off of us. Hallelujah. Be on that right path, oh God. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yes, I understand we are a step away from being on that wide road, God, that right, that wide path, but God, get us back on that we hear your word, hear your word, but also be doers of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for your passion for us, your love for us. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, that there's none like you, period, point blank, period, God. And we stand on that, God. We thank you. We praise you. We your awesome go, God. And I thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that we're continuing to live by the Spirit and walk in the Spirit, oh God. And we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the fruit of the Spirit. We thank you for your love that you're teaching us, oh God. We thank you for your joy that you're teaching us, oh God. We thank you for your peace, oh God, that you're teaching us, oh God. We thank you for the long-suffering, my God, that we're long-suffering. We thank you. We thank you for it, Lord God. Sometimes we don't understand it, but God, we got to go through it. And that's part of your fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. We thank you for the gentleness you're teaching us, oh God. We thank you for your goodness that you're teaching us, oh God. And we thank you for faith, Lord God, that you're teaching us, oh God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you that those things, oh God, that you're teaching each and every one of us, oh God, we shanda. We say hallelujah. Oh, we say hallelujah. We say hallelujah and we learn all that at the feet of jesus we learn all that at the feet of jesus we can't do nothing without jesus we can't understand what this world is doing without jesus jesus is the way the truth and the life and no one comes to him it's no one comes to the father except by through jesus and we thank you father hallelujah god continue 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 to remove things out of our lives that don't matter continue 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 lord god to 
strip those things off of us that don't belong. Continue, 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 Lord God, that the Holy Spirit lead and guide us in all truth. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We glorify your holy. We thank you for your love, God. We thank you. We thank you for self-control, God. We thank you for teaching us self-control, Father, because self-control deals with our emotions. It deals with our thoughts, oh God, and those things got to be put under subjection because that's where we get in trouble. And we thank you, Lord God, that you're teaching us those things, those simple things, Lord God. Is there anything too hard for you? Is there anything too hard for God to do? No. No, 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 there's not. God, you do everything and awesomely. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my God, and that blood, that blood, that blood of Jesus. Oh, God, that gives us strength. Oh, God, it gives us strength from day to day because this is a day to day thing, God. This is a day to day thing that we go through, God. Oh, Lord Jesus, it's the blood of Jesus that gives us strength. It's the blood of Jesus that gives apostles strength. It's the blood of Jesus that gives first lady strength. It's the blood of Jesus that gives Judah sanctuary the strength. Oh, God, and send us, I send a special prayer for the men of Judah. Continue to, the men, continue to bless each and every man of Judah sanctuary praise. Continue to bless every woman of Judah sanctuary praise. And God, we labor in prayer. Hallelujah. We labor in prayer. Hallelujah. God, remember the prayers and the prayers and the prayers that we have prayed and labored and, and prayed and intervened and intercessed. God, I ask you, Lord God, to remember the prayers of the righteous Lord God. Oh, God, we are just at the feet of you. We're at the feet of Jesus, my God. And that's where we got to be every day, to be at the feet of Jesus, to get direction and understanding so this flesh can die. We lay down our life and pick up the cross and walk this path, Father. Help us, Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Oh, God, the blood. Oh, Jesus, the blood. Oh, Lord, let us never do anything to hinder. Let us be always in prayer. Never hindering, never get in the way of your business, God, but going into prayer, removing those things off of us, Father. They don't belong, Father. I am now every wrinkle ah, that's in us, Father. Get into the Word of God, reading the Word of God. Removing the stones out of our hearts, Father. Oh, Lord of Ashete, Korabasia. Me Korabasia, Rebeshete. Oh, Lord of Ashete, Korabasha. Glory to your name, God. Holy. 
Put us on that right path, Father. Put us on that right path to get an understanding, God. Oh, it's the life that we live. Oh, repent. It's the life that we live. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, my God, for our sins. Forgive us for our transgressions. Forgive us for our iniquities. Create in us, O oh God, a clean heart. Create in us, O oh God, a clean heart. My God, give us the right spirit today, the right mindset today, the right heart today, God. My God, to face whatever we got to face, God. Oh, hallelujah. And that's where the word comes in. And that's where prayer comes in. To get us on the right track. It's always about living right. Letting our light shine. Letting our light shine before people. God, and you can get the glory. It's all about saving souls. It's all about Jesus. The Lord, get us together. Get us right, God. My God, help us, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. My Giko, Shandarabasu, Korabasi. Oh, Lorabakanarabasia, glory. Oh, the Lorabasi, Korabashata. Oh, Lorabasandarabasia, glory to your name, God. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for the word, God. Thank you for the prophetic word. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the word from heaven. Thank you for the person that's going to come forth, the man or woman of God that's going to come forth to bring your word to us, God of God. Oh, Lord God, we want to hear your word. This word would be life-changing to us. My God, we praise you. My God, we need you. My God, my God, my God. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Precious Jesus, the blood stretch forth to the ears of all of us here on this prayer line. The blood break the ear bones of all of us on this prayer line. The blood of Jesus. Fill the mouth of your speaker today. The blood, the power, the Holy Ghost. Have your way. Have your way. In Jesus, no bashi tere baso. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So Robin, we thank you for that beautiful prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this is your day. Oh, God, the day that you've given us, a day we've never seen before and shall never see again. Oh, God, we're just grateful for the love that you have shown towards us, Lord, that you sent your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins. Dear Father, God, as I go before your people, oh, God, I decrease that you may increase, oh, God. I pray that you get the glory out of my life, oh, God. Take these words that you've given me, Lord, feed your people. Help us to understand what you have for us this day and this time, this season, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we just want to thank you for you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And God, we can never say thank you enough. 
We just want to thank you for healing our bodies. We want to thank you for meeting our needs according to your riches and glory, according to your word, oh God. We just want to say thank you. God, we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh God, we love you. We appreciate you. God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. We can't thank you enough, oh God. We can't thank you enough. In Jesus' name, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Greetings. I am Brother Wafers Brown uh, from Judah's Sanctuary of Praise. We give honor to God who is the head of my life. I want to acknowledge this morning our apostle. I want to thank God for his healing, for his first wife, for the way that she's been standing by his side. We just want to be grateful for that family, for that family has helped many of us along the way, and we thank God for them. We thank God for them. Apostle, we're praying for you. First lady, we're praying for you as we pray for all our brothers and sisters. Well, we pray special strength upon your life in Jesus' name. Today is February 14th, more commonly known as Valentine's Day. And it's interesting as I, I have a, a book that's called, it's called Walking in Grace. And when I went to uh, look at today's lesson, it all corresponds around the same thing. And it gives a scripture in 1 John 5. We're going to read that first. 1 John chapter 5, verses 2 and 3. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Again, as I I stated before, this is a day that's commonly known as Valentine's Day. It is a time most celebrated as a day for giving or showing love. Thousands or millions of dollars are spent by most Americans on some type of gift or symbolism of giving love from one individual to another. This is not very long today but it is directing to the point. More often than not, these items are given to show someone affection or to symbolize how much one person loves the other. It's amazing how much we, we judge, you know, people are judged by their gift. They give them something big, you know, they love them a lot. They spend a lot of money, they love them a lot. But love comes from the heart, real love. Money is spent on flowers, candy, clothes, or even a meal. It usually, you know, Valentine's Day, there is something given, something given. Oh, you love me, so, you know, you're going to give me this, you're going to give me that, give me this, give me that. It's a time of intimacy for some or time to show attraction of one person to another. Love, four-letter word, L-O-V-E, the most powerful word believe it or not, in the English language. But not only that, but it's also one of the most misused and abused words. Again, we're talking about love. This world has become so self-absorbed that many times people only say they love someone else only because there is something from someone else that they want to obtain. That's how we abuse that word. We say, hey, I love you, but, you know, they're looking for something. They're looking for something. The word love is so misconstrued that you will hear how food, clothes, 
and other items are said to be loved more often and even quicker than loving someone else. I love that food. I love that movie. I love that show. I love that car. I love this. I love that. I love this. I love that. Just using the word. In fact, many people are said to love their animals or pets over humans. You know, they'll, they'll take the love of the affection of their dog or their cat. Well, because, you know, they, they love me back and it's unconditional. But where's your love for your fellow man, for your brother, your, your sister? Love in many instances are given but only under certain conditions. <clears throat> Excuse me. How many times have you heard or said, if you love me, then you'll do this? If you love me, then you'll do that. A condition is given. Why do we have to do things to show love to others only to have a certain condition attached to it? We're going to look at John chapter 13. John chapter 13. Our first scripture is verses 34 and 35. When Jesus said, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. He said it twice. Ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Third time. Three times he said it, to have love one to another. He says, as I have loved you. How did Jesus love? He loved without condition. Despite the circumstance, despite what a person was involved in, he still showed them love. He did not say, I'm going to love you to do this, or I love you to do that. If you do this, if you do that, I love you anyway. Despite what condition you're in, Jesus loves us. God loved us so much. Again, we, we can't get rid of that scripture when you talk about love. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave. God gave. Why? Because he loved. He did not say you know, Jesus did not say to love others only if they love you back or only if they can do something for you. He said for us to love others as I have loved you. How did Jesus love? He loved unconditionally. He loves, loved, and will always love us despite ourselves. I'll say it again. He loved, loves, and will always love us despite ourselves. He loves us better than we love ourselves. When was the last time you did something for someone else anonymously, I'll say it again, anonymously without expecting something back in return? Now's the time to let you know the topic of this is what kind of love do you have? When was the last time you did something for somebody else? They didn't know it. You knew they needed it. You listened to the voice of God. 
did this, did what they needed, gave what they needed, without them knowing that it was from you in the name of love. You didn't expect anything back in return from that person. When was the last time you did that? Our God is all-knowing and all-loving to the point that he gave his only son as a sacrifice for the sins of the world. You can't get past that fact. God knew who was going to accept him. He knew who was going to reject him. He knew the battle that we were going to fight, but yet and, he, yet and still, he gave his only son, his only son. And imagine what his only son went through for us. He was beat on. He was spit on. He was slapped. He was talked about. Could you do that? We say, oh, I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. Okay, let somebody smack you. Are you still going to be like Jesus? Did somebody talk about you? Are you still going to be like Jesus? You're going to get in your mind, say, they talking about me, I'm ready to get them back. I'm, I'm going to find a way. I'm, I'm going to find a way. They talking about me, I know it ain't true. And I'm, I'm going to find something on them that is true. And I'm going to talk about them. No, that's not like Jesus. You said you want to be like Jesus. You, that's what you said. If we look at John 3, we're going, to, we're going to actually read that scripture instead of going from memory. So, you, you know, that way nobody can say nothing that was misquoted. John 3. And we're actually going to read verses 16 through 19. And it reads as thus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. God so loved the world. That in itself is something that will get you through the rest of your life. God so loved me that he gave his son. God gave his son for me because he loved me. We are the world. God so loved us. Already knowing, already knowing. Again, what kind of love do you have? You have that unconditional love. I'm going to love you despite of, of what you do to me. I'm going to love you despite of how you talk about me. I'm going to love you despite the fact you don't talk to me. See, we can, we can always say, yeah, they're talking about me, but I love them anyway. Well, maybe they don't talk to you. Can you still love them? Will you still love them with your heart unconditionally? Again, people are quick to say, I want to be like Jesus. 
But do you really? Do you really want to be like Jesus? Do you really want to be like Jesus? Can you take them talking about you without saying something back? Can you take them trying to scandalize your name without saying something back? Can you love them anyway? That's what you need to look at. People talking about you falsely, scandalizing your name to your face and behind your back. To your face and behind your back. To your face and behind your back. And can you still love them without animosity in your heart? We're living in the last days. We are living in the last days. We are living in the last days. The Bible says, in the last days, the love of many shall wax cold. We're living in the last days. People are doing more and more and more that if it wasn't for the love of Christ in our hearts, how would we respond? It would make it harder for us to love each other if we didn't have Christ. Why? Because of our flesh. We're loving in the flesh. And we've got our love in our flesh, but through the Spirit. The Bible says, and I'm paraphrasing this before we go to the Scripture, how can you love God who you've not seen, but hate your brother who you see every day? Again, how can you love God? God, I love you, God, I love you, God, I love you. But then you see somebody that's doing something that you don't like that's contrary, and you're like, I don't like them. I don't love them. Yeah, your like is love. It's just a mild form. Yeah, maybe you don't say I love you. Hey, I like you. God said to love. Love thy neighbor, what? As thyself. First John chapter 4. We're almost done. First John chapter 4. Beginning in verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We're seeing a lot of that. We are of God. Again, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. He that knoweth God heareth us. That means you have to keep on loving, keep on talking, keep on spreading God's love. Because those that God has appointed to hear you will hear you. Verse 7, beloved, let us love one another. It didn't say pick and choose. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for God is of love. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So see, you, you, can't, you can't say you're a child of God and not love. You can't say you're, you're one of God's chosen, you're one of God's people, and not love. 
In this, verse 9, in this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent, there it is again, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. I read it again. And this was manifested, that meaning it, it came to life, the love of God towards us. It was shown. It was put in action. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. What's God's spirit? God's spirit of love. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. Why? Because you're showing that love. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect. Ooh, there it is. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear hath torment, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. Oh, bless his name. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, there it is, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. That person that you're looking at, you know they did you wrong, you know they talked about you, can you still go to them and show love to them and say, you know what, I know we had our difficulties, I know we don't always agree, but despite all of that, I love you anyway and mean it from your heart. Can't stress it enough. Can't stress it enough. We have got to love harder. We have to love despite what is done, despite what is said. No matter how we may feel, we've got to love. We've got to love. You know, sometimes we we go through certain things, and and I can think back a few months ago that someone came to me and, and said, you know this particular person that's been, been talking about you and this person that's been doing things towards you? Well, you know, they didn't got themselves in a situation. So I thought you, you might want to hear about it and you'd be glad about it. 
And I, I looked at them, and I, well, I didn't look at them because they called me on the phone, but I told them, I said, I'm not going to laugh at them. I, I can't laugh at them. You know, they're in this particular predicament. They're in this particular situation, you know, because of what they were doing. But I will still love them, and I will still pray for them. And they looked at me. Well, they didn't look at me. I keep saying that, but I guess in their mind's eye, they began to wonder, how how can you still love this person? How can you still show love to that person? Despite what they did to you, despite what they said about you, despite what they said to you, because it's the love of God. Still got to show them love. Still got to show them love. Because when that day comes and we stand before the throne and we stand before God, and he may look at us and be like, you know what, I put this person in your life and this particular situation came by, and there was an opportunity for you to love them despite of what they may have said or did towards you. I wanted to see, to see where your heart was. Is God going to look at you and say, you didn't pass the test? You didn't love them as I said for you to do? It's so, so easy for us to say, yeah, okay. You need to do this. You need to do that. But we are all put in that situation at one point in our lives. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to pass the test? Are we going to are we going to do as God wants us to do? Do you have what it takes? Do you have the love of Christ in your heart that no matter what you go through, no matter what anyone says, <clears throat> No matter what anyone does, no matter where you go, no matter who you come in contact with, are you still going to show love? That person comes up to you and, 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 and wants to use all kinds of language towards you and cuss you out because of the color of your skin or because of, of, of you being a Christian, you being a child of God, and they begin to talk about you and to dog you and to put you down, are you still going to show love? What kind of love do you have? As we're living in the last days, God wants us to show love more and more and more. We live in the flesh. No, it, it may not be easy. You may feel your hair stick up on the back of your neck. You feel your blood rising. You feel that anger start to course through your bones. But then you say, you know what, God, you said for me to love. And the moment that you begin to realize that and you recognize that and you show love, then God says, you know what, because you did that, I'm going to do this for you. I know you're in this particular situation. But because you gave love, because that was my commandment to you, then this is how I'm going to bless you. The Bible says you can have all kinds of things. You can speak in tongues. You can speak all kinds of languages. But unless you have love, it's like making noise. It means nothing. Love. L-O-V-E. 
No, I don't have an acronym for it today. Because love speaks for itself. God is love. If God dwells in you, then you have love. And if God dwells in you, then you will show love to everybody. Not just certain ones. He didn't say pick and choose. To everybody. Love thy neighbor. And it doesn't mean your neighbor is just the one that lives next door to you. Your neighbor is anyone that you come across. Anyone you come across. When you go out to the store, yeah, sure, we're wearing a mask and everything, but somebody's going to come in your life. Someone's going to come in your presence. And they begin to talk to you. Say, you know what, I, I don't know you, but I just feel comfortable. Something about you. I, I just want to tell you this. I want to tell you this situation. I want to tell you that situation. Will you pray for me? That's love. God's giving you that opportunity to show love. With the mask on and everything, you know, it, it's interesting. Yesterday when I was at work and they were getting off the, the uh, flight that came in last night, and there was a little baby there, and, and babies, you know, they love you unconditionally. They don't care about the color of your skin or, or you know, your accent or anything about you. But they're just so full of love. And there was a little baby, and I'm like saying hi. I'm hi, and the baby's just looking and staring because all he could see was my eyes. And I said, oh, it's so bad in this world that you, don't, you can't tell if I'm smiling because of the mask on. And his mom said, yeah, it just hides everything. So I was far enough away, I took the mask down. And I said hi to the baby, and the baby smiled. Just that little bit showed love. That baby didn't care if I was black, I was white, I was green, I was purple. And that's how we have to be as children of God. We've got to show love in every circumstance, every situation. We live, we live in a time that people will look at you. They don't know you. I had that experience driving past someone a few weeks ago. I didn't know them. They didn't know me. I smiled, and they looked at me and frowned. And instantly I saw a look of hate. Why? Because of the color of my skin? Despite that, God loves you. I love you. Some know my daughter, some don't. But her phrase is, God loves you, and I do too. We've got to show that love to everybody all the time. Because we never know when Christ is coming back. We never know. I believe those are two things that God's going to look at. One, forgiveness. Did you forgive he gave us the formula for forgiveness for each person, 70 times 7 in one day. And he also told us to love one another. Love one another. 
again, what kind of love do you have? Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this word. Lord, help us to have love one for another, despite our circumstances, despite who we are, what we're going through, who we may come across. Father, allow us to have that love and to love others as you loved us. Lord, you loved us unconditionally. Lord, you loved us so much that you gave your son, knowing how he would be treated. You still loved us. And God, we're grateful. God, help us to love one another. We know that you're coming back soon. Lord, help us not to be lacking in anything because we show love. We thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you in Jesus' name, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That ends today's word. What kind of love do you have? Happy Valentine's Day to all. Not forget our obligations. It's tax season. A lot of refunds are coming back. So extra. We'll give back extra. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Happy Valentine's Day to all. I'm out. Before I go, open line still open. First lady, did you want to comment? Wonderful word, Elder. Thank you so much. Good morning, Judah. Um, just wonderful word. We definitely need a word on love, especially in this time of COVID. I love that you brought up the fact of the mask. Um, people don't know if we're smiling or if we're laughing or if we're saying hello and they're asking us to repeat ourselves. But because of this time, the devil wants us to be distracted and not show compassion and love to one another. So I just want to say excellent message. Um, I am here with Apostle, and he believes that it is an excellent message also. Um, and he says, God bless you all. Love you. And as Apostle would say, I'm out. Back to you, Elder. God bless you. To God be the glory. I'm out as well. Y'all have a wonderful day. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.